Hey, what's going on? It's episode 45 of the Chasing Points podcast. It's your weekly honest dive into the world of sports. My name is Sam. And my name is Brandon. And it is February 9th, 2022. Thanks for joining us. How are you, Brandon? What's going on, bud? Hey, man, I'm great. I'm absolutely great. Uh, got a lot of shit to talk today. Uh, how are you doing today? Hey, man, I'm living my best life. Okay, you know? good. What can, What else can I do? I mean, just happy to be there's, here. There's a lot of things, but we're not going to go into that. I won't throw derail your intro. Continue. That's it, man. I'm good. Okay. We got a lot to talk about today. Uh, something's happening this weekend. A uh, big game, I think. It's going to be super. We're going to talk about it. Wow, we're going to do our was, picks. You are living up to being a dad right now with that one. Go ahead, continue. Hey, got to <laughs> fill the quota somehow. I'm really bad at dad jokes. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay. Clearly, no. you just did oh, it. Okay. You just did it. <laughs> All the head coaches in the NFL have been hired. We're going to talk about that. Uh, some crazy trait, like literally like craziness happened in the NBA today, a couple days before the training deadline. We're going to talk about what happened and what could come. And uh, some do you care, but as as I uh, guess uh, mentioned already, I think we just got to dive into it. Brandon, Super Bowls this weekend. I don't know what you're doing if you want to watch it, but it'll be on TV. Well, I'm definitely, definitely going to be watching it. Uh, we could potentially watch it together. I also don't know what collectively all the friends are trying to do, which you are one of them. Um, so I'm trying to figure out what everybody is trying to do to figure out where I'm going to uh, sit this ass down and watch this game. Um, yeah, man, let's party. It would kind of be pertinent for my friends that are listening. If you're supporting, uh, if you're not, I might smack you with a chicken wing. But um, yeah, it'd be pertinent to try to find that out, you know, on Wednesday, you know, knowing that UFC is coming on Saturday, you got Super Bowl on Sunday. It's a very busy sports weekend. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's what dreams are made of. You mentioned food. You mentioned food. We have a food draft. Mm, Okay. Something I thought of five minutes ago. So we're going to talk about that too. Are you hungry? Because normally people think of food when they're hungry. Uh, No, you know, it's, it's about eight o'clock on the East coast here. We, I ate dinner already, so I'm not, you know, I'm good. I don't know what you had for dinner, but Uh, I, I had a late lunch which was some honey sriracha wings with some curly fries. You know, just a, did a little something today. All right. But I should be well, good for now. Great. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> honey sriracha. That sounds good. Hey, let's dive into it. The uh, The Bengals and the Rams are playing at SoFi Stadium on Sunday, it's 6.30. It's Super Bowl 50-something, right? 56? Did I make that up? I, I, I should have notes. I don't. I can't I don't. be the stat guy every week. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl's coming up. Um, you know, it's interesting because you've been on the Rams since literally the beginning of the the season, In the off season, In the off season. <laughs> I mean, we both a year ago at this time we're sitting here gushing about Matt Stafford to the Rams, and uh, I've been on the the Bengals bandwagon pretty much the whole year. And uh, here we are colliding in the Super Bowl. So what are your first uh, impressions of the big matchup? Uh, First impression is I told you so that they were going to be here at the end of the year. Um, So that's number one. Check. Uh, Yes. Uh, I think this is going to be a real interesting game. Um, Here's why. Now, earlier in the playoffs, 
Joe Burrow, uh, Joe Cool, uh, Joey B, whatever you want to call him, uh, was sacked nine times and somehow, some way, prevailed. If that happens in this game, he will not be prevailing because there is too many amazing pass rushers on the opposite side. Uh, so I don't think that's going to work out. But the one thing that I'm truly, truly, truly intrigued by is Jalen Ramsey and Jamar Chase matching up against each other. There, it won't be most of the time because Jalen Ramsey has moved around. Um, but he's I know like a he's Swiss been, Army knife, man. Yes, he's everywhere. Absolutely, but he's been lobbying to to guard Chase. He wants to take him completely out of the game, okay. especially on a big scale. So I think that's one thing to look out for. Um, obviously, the quarterbacks, uh, Matthew Stafford, as you already talked about, how we, you know, were so ecstatic that he actually got a, a fair shake. Now, uh, no offense to Detroit, I mean, it's just you never really put together great teams, and you had a Hall of Famer and Megatron and a future Hall of Famer and, and Matthew Stafford, and still nothing came about it. Uh, but I'm happy to see him there. Uh, Joe Burrow is second year in the league. Uh, <laughs> they're both first round picks. Uh, to have the Bengals in the Super Bowl, I don't think people are used to hearing that term. I know I'm sure as hell not. Um, Bengals, years, Super Bowl, man. yeah, no, yeah. not at all. Um, <clears throat> get to see Odell Beckham. See what he, this is going to be a huge game for him. Uh, pretty much everybody and everybody, anybody's been talking about this has been a, a prove it year. Uh, I think he really, really enjoys playing with the Rams. Uh, how they game plan him into the game, unlike what happened in Cleveland. Uh, but I think this is a this is going to be a huge game for Odell moving forward because this could be a huge payday for him. So it's either he's going to take a huge payday and go somewhere else, which I truly don't think he's going to do because he loves L.A. so much. Um, I think he's just going to stay there and work to have a, a you know have a working contract, especially with Robert Woods potentially coming back next season. Um, that that three headed monster would be absolutely crazy. But well, I'll tell you, he's gonna need some money because he got paid in Bitcoin with his Rams contract, and that took a dive. Mm, well, so he's gonna need something. Yeah, he's definitely gonna need something. But I mean, how how crypto goes up and down, <clears throat> he might get that back. Yeah, so of course, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> um, enough of me rambling about that. What are you looking forward to in this game? I mean, I think it's gonna be a, a great game. I think you. Right off the bat, it's the trenches, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the you know, you have arguably the best defensive player of our generation. Uh, it you know, the nose tackle, the defensive tackle, and, and Aaron Donald, and an awful offensive line for the Bengals, Von Miller, uh, Leonard Floyd. It's it's going to be a tough matchup, and Joe Burrow's not going to survive if he gets manhandled the way he did in Tennessee. And I think they did a good job adjusting to the chiefs and Chris Jones was in his face a lot, but um, didn't quite get Joey beat down. So, you know, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun game. I hope um, I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm rooting for the, the Bengals here. I think the Rams are a better team. We've seen crazy things happen in this, in this game though. Um, but, you know, you kind of stack up. I think the running game for the Bengals is better. The passing game for the the Rams is, is better at this point. Um, not to uh, delude what Jamar Chase and T. Higgins have done, but Cooper Cup's on a just incredible year. And Odell Beckham is is 
showing up as you just mentioned he's and he's going to bring it. it's the biggest game of his life right so um it it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting i um i just hope it's a fun game there's you know the spreads like four and a half uh all these little anomalies like the team that wears white has won like <laughs> all these times and and the Bengals are wearing black uh their black uni so it's like just silly things like that you know look the Rob team Betts. that's good old yeah Rob man Betts, you know it's uh it's it's gonna be fun i think um i don't know i i i, I can't count out joe burrow right now as good as matt stafford is as lousy as um that offensive line is he's found a way so far and i i'm just hoping for a for a fun game man well i know you've been my analysis i know you've been championing the the Bengals, um and i'm not doubting joe burrow uh what i'm doubting is his offensive line yeah Um, i think he's played in pretty huge games he's been in the national championship uh he's been in crowds like this right uh, that he's used to it. And you're playing in the SEC, that's in college football, that's the home of football, really. So you know that your fans are going to show out no matter who in the division you play. Uh, it's always going to be a huge game. It's always, you're going to either, if you're on the road, you're going to hear a huge, uh, big crowd or you're going to hear your home crowd. So I think he's he's not going to have to worry about that. Um, I think he, he has that. Uh, but I think Matthew Stafford can make all of the throws. Yep. I don't think Joe Burrow can make all of the throws yet. Yet. I'm not saying that he can't make certain ones. I just have watched Matthew Stafford throw sidearm uh, <laughs> like he's throwing a submarine pitch to home plate, right? I- I've seen him do it all, change his arm angles, may, uh, you know, look away, all, all the stuff as a veteran should. Um, I think this might be the game that we see uh, that, it, that Joe Burrow is in his second year, uh, but he's he's so hot right now. It's just... Uh, it it could go either way, but I still just I believe too much in Aaron Donald, and too much in Von Miller, and too much in Jalen Ramsey, <clears throat> and I think this is such a crazy matchup because the Bengals' offense is if you really look at that team, they're stacked offensively, and they get their tight end back right. So I, it's like you said, it's going to be really really interesting to see that battle right there. If they can hold off uh, the Rams' pass rush. The Bengals have a true chance of winning this game, but that's a big if. So I'll just leave it on that. Yeah, it's uh, um, you know, they're they're the underdog. They they have something to prove here. I mean, the Rams stumbled into the playoffs too. They had, but they they won when you know they won the games, right? They play who's on their schedule. They win the games. Big game against the Bucks and the Niners um, to get here. Uh, and just because, you know, I, I like Joe Burrow. I've liked Joe Burrow for a really long time, um, but I'm not going to be completely blind to the fact that this is a tall task, especially you mentioned number 90, number 99, right up in the middle there. Yep. Um, and, and you know, there's there's three uh, Hall of Famers on this defense. You know, uh, it, it's, it's going to be tough uh, just because he's done a million. I might have just said this, but just because he's done it, three or four times already doesn't mean he can do it again correct but um yeah i i don't want to hedge here but i wouldn't be surprised if this game isn't isn't that close but uh, you know 
I got to add this one more part, because when you said about the Aaron Donald thing, which I know you and I wholeheartedly agree that he is a game record. This is his second time in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think he wants to leave this time without having a ring. I don't yeah. think he wants to do that. So I think that moment. Gonna, yeah, I think I think you're going to see a hell of a game out of him. So just mark my words right now. I think Aaron Donald is going to have a crazy game. So I guess we'll he see. He rallied right? that team against the Niners and got sure them fired did. up, and they won that game. They were behind, and and he is, you know, he's not only like a monster up the middle. He is the captain, the heart of this team, and he's home, homegrown. You know, there's a lot of assets on that team, uh, players that have been acquired through various ways, but he's, he's a Ram. He's a St. Louis Ram. He's been acquired by that team. He's been uh, for a very long time homegrown and he's, yeah, you're right. Everything that he said and has done, he's not going to, he's not going to let this slip away. And that, nope. that's scary. That would be scary if I'm on the offensive line or Joe Burrow, you got to be ready to protect this kid. Absolutely. And uh, it, yeah, it's just going to be, it's going to be fun. Um, what let's, do you think? Yeah, go ahead. Let's protect our picks and get our picks in. Cause I think it's, I think our picks are pretty clear. I mean, mine is crystal clear. It's been the pick from the beginning of the season, excuse me, the off season. Um, I'm going Rams. How about you, Sam? Yeah, I'm going <clears> to, <throat> excuse me. I'm going to pick the Bengals just cause I want the Bengals to win, but it's going to be hard. It's gonna be it's gonna to be tough. I I acknowledge that, so I don't want to hedge here, but I'm gonna pick the Bengals. Okay, okay. I mean, I I figured that much. I figured as much as you were gonna go with that. I mean, once you once you started going with Joey B, I don't think there was any turning around. I mean, you might as well just become a Bengals fan and just leave the Jets behind. Hey, it could it could happen at this I mean, point. You Have should, you seen my I, football team play? I, I I mean, is is that a football team? Is the first question. I will say that Mike White dismantled the Bengals earlier in the season, 400 yards. Oh, gosh. Right? So, like, but have you seen my football team play? Anything's possible now, man. What did Mike White do against those Bills? Yeah, he didn't do anything. Okay. <laughs> you were there, I think, for that one. I was right? there to watch that. It was happy that you didn't come with me because you would have been probably a little salty. We would have yeah, had a great time. We would have had a blast, man. Yeah. We would have had, yeah, had a great time, but I mean, I'm yeah. used to this thing being over by the middle of the first <laughs> quarter. I just, I'm used to it. Like, let's get some beer. Let's have some fun. I think uh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, man. We've had a, we've had a pretty close uh, playoff run. I think I'm one game up on you for in the playoffs so far. So, um, so what you're saying is that this this season is the playoff run is going to end on a tie is what you're saying. Gotcha. Well, uh, just got to do winner take all. Let's just do that. Double okay. or nothing. All right. I'm with it. You heard it here, right, guys? Okay. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, now you said that you just thought of something about five minutes ago. Well, uh, it was uh, yeah, five minutes ago. Go ahead. That would be uh, Super Bowl food draft. So are we are we bracketing this or are we just choosing what our go to's must have for a Super Bowl? I was thinking this. You we each pick we we go you know each get a get a pick here. Can't mention the same thing twice. So if I take something, you can't name it. Wow, that's we do like, wow. yeah, can't do it. Uh, it's a draft, man. 
Mm. You can't draft uh, Jamar Chase twice here. He's there's one Jamar Chase. I mean, in Madden, you can. Ah, <laughs> continue. <laughs> do you well, Madden, want? you can he, straight do like, anything. Shit, <laughs> I'm perplexed. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> All right, so I was thinking two main, two main dishes, two sides, and something to drink. Draft in any order. You are the guest in this game because I came up with it again five minutes ago. So go on. You get first pick. Chicken wings. Immediately. Immediately. Why Why would you not go with that first? That's the What's your go-to pick. wing? Is it the honey sriracha you just mentioned? Nope. It's my dry no. rub if I'm making it. So I have Ooh, a dry rub that I go. my own. And so I would put it in the fridge, put the dry rub on the night before, let it settle in the fridge, and then throw it on the grill before or throw it on the grill of whoever's house that you're at. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that sounds delicious. Thank there's you. uh we, we talked about this last Super Bowl. Um, there's a restaurant wing place in Plainville, Connecticut, which is like maybe 10, 15 minutes from where ESPN is in Bristol. It's called J. Timothy's Tavern. And they have these wings where they like sauce them and then fry them and then sauce them and then fry them again they're delicious and i have some of their wing sauce now Mm. and i'm gonna cook some of that up but i can't take wings here so you can't you can't this is this is hard i know it's like this is you made this up i made the rules and i I gave this to you um i'm gonna i'll go pizza man okay that's a solid 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 pick football pizza there's nothing better than that I, I agree with you. Well, um, meat lovers, sausage, you know, pepperoni. No, you said we had like that. two like main entrees. So that's like we already got one out the way, right? So yeah, one out the dude. way. Uh, Draft it in any order you want. Well, I mean, I got to go chips then. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, chips are dope. Chips, you got to have chips. Yeah. There's, you got to have finger foods. So I'm, I'm going to go with that. Chips are good. Mm-hmm. I like chips. This coming up big here, Hayes. You're just <laughs> all you you're stacked. I'm good at this already. thing, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out of right field, left field here. So you don't take it. I'm gonna take a nice New England IPA. Mm, okay. Okay. You just name it something local, maybe some Sloop Newburgh Brewery. Be good nice. stuff. Not Newburgh um, Brewery, but Sloop for sure. For okay. Sure. Um. I'm going to go with uh, spinach dip or any Ooh. dip. I'll go dip. Let's just do that. Dip. Yeah. All right. You know, can't, can't, you got to, you got to chips. Dip. You got to dip it in something too, right? It That's might be good. like some, some salsa and, you know, some Tostitos. You never know. What kind of Tostitos is your jam? Scoops. It makes it like so much easier. Yeah, man. I love scoops. My wife is like a crispy rounds though. It's mm. where we disagree. I wish we kind of <laughs> knew this ahead of time. <laughs> Scooping <clears throat> is so convenient. You just scoop it yeah, in. And just so it's like in there. right there. And the it other stays chip in is there. like you got to, it's a balancing act. You gotta right. It's, jab it's it. crazy. Too much to worry um, about, especially if you have one of those IPAs. Like you're just not really thinking it through. My wife makes some bomb buffalo chicken dip. So I'm going to pick that because I hope she makes it this weekend. So you can't do that because I pick dips. Can't just take all I the dip. Said, I just I said dips. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. 
you picked IPA, so I will take because I normally don't drink that on a Super Bowl. I'll drink a lager. Um, so I'll take a lager for sure. So I should have just said beer. You could have, but you and said, then I would have see, but then you would have had to go in against your rule that you just implemented a second ago, and then you would have right. lost on the dip. So would have been a mess. Would yes. have been a mess. Yeah. Um. All right. So I guess uh, what are we looking at here? I've lost track. You you have uh, wings and chips and some spinach dip mm-hmm. and a nice lager. Yep. And I have uh, some pizza, some buffalo chicken dip, and a nice New England IPA. Mm-hmm. And I will. Uh, you just went right, so it's my turn. Yep. Hmm. How about this? A nice like sandwich like a sub like a six foot sub like you you got it italian combo that's style Mm -hmm. absolutely solid crushed it i would eat the half of it jeez not really no i hope not um do we have any more that we have to do or we're good we can we can end there that was fun that was that was that was uh because i mean meatballs are gonna be my next thing like little oh that's a good one little meatballs something like that you know what i mean you can do what you got to do with that finger foods are always the best that's really what that's really the the home run is the finger foods just lay it all out there it's gone by halftime that's the real mvp yeah finger foods for sure thanks hey thanks for playing a new game with me (laughs) thanks for inviting so glad that worked for you hey let's get back (laughs) to sports yeah let's do that (laughs) the uh the coaching carousel has stopped today <laughs> or with the, yeah. the tank, the Texans hiring uh, their defensive coordinator, Lovey Smith to be their next head coach. You have Dennis Allen hired uh, the defensive coordinator for the saints to be their next head coach. Mike, Mike McDaniel, the offensive coordinator for the Niners is the new coach of the dolphins. Doug Peterson joins the Jags, Kevin O'Connell, joins the Vikings. We've talked about Brian Dayball joining the Giants and Josh McDaniels, Mike, Matt Eberfluss and, and Nathaniel Hackett all get hired. What are your impressions of the this year's NFL coaching uh, vacancies and, and hirings? Did you say Lovey? Because I didn't hear you say Lovey. I did. I started with Lovey. Yep. Okay. Well, Glad he I'm got another shot. Super happy for Lovey. I truly think it would have been Brian Flores if he didn't have a class action lawsuit. Um, I think he would have been the head coach of the Texans, but I am happy to see uh, technically one black coach hire here because apparently Mike McDaniel is uh, has quali- uh, qualified himself as a multicultural uh, head coach. Um, I would have never thought that, but then also if I didn't know Logic's background, the rapper I'm talking about, I wouldn't have known that Logic was black. Um I think that's very interesting. Uh, I'm going to dive a little bit more into his background. Uh, but I think out of all the reason why I'm talking about him, out of all the coach hires, he is the one that I'm scratching my head because he wasn't a coordinator for offense or defense, wasn't anything to have a resume like any of the other coaches that I probably would have hired, like um, the enemy who we've been talking about forever. Um I just don't see why they hired him. Um, Mike McDaniel. Yep. Was he the offensive coordinator for the 49ers? It says, well, it did say after one season, offensive coordinator, one season. 
Um, yeah, Kyle Shanahan calls the plays. I yeah, totally, and, yeah, and I understand. See what, see what I'm saying? That's why one season. Um, and it's funny because that's what people were saying about the enemy is that Andy Reid calls the plays, but somehow Mike McDaniels gets it on one try and the enemy doesn't. So <clears throat> that's a head scratcher for me. Um, I'm interested to see that. Um, I'm curious to see what uh, Dougie P is going to do down with Jacksonville uh, with uh, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Doug is a, is a quarterback himself, a former quarterback himself and works pretty well with quarterbacks. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, but I am rooting for Dougie P for sure. Uh, definitely rooting for lovey. Um, and I'm really, really intrigued to see what Josh McDaniels finally does as being a head coach as he's, as we know, historically turned down uh, the head coaching job for uh, the Colts after agreeing to being the coach. Um, I'm really curious to see what he's going to do. Uh, and, and now that he's flown the coop of uh, the Bill Belichick hierarchy. So what are you thinking about these picks, uh, these uh, coaching hires, uh, any quorums about them? Um, I, I like the Doug Peterson move to Jaguars. I mean, he's a Super Bowl winning coach, your coach. You can, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you have a lot more to say about that, but Trevor, some stability behind Trevor Lawrence, that roster needs a lot of work. I don't know if Jaguars general manager Trent Balky is the guy to do it, but he did he did take the 49ers to a Super Bowl um, back when Jim Harbaugh was was the coach and then ousted Jim Harbaugh. So, um, you know, there's some work to be done in Jacksonville, but that's excited, exciting. Um, yeah, man, Flores, McEnemy, like we, we were talking about it offline Uh couple days ago like why isn't the enemy mcmenemy i said mcmenemy excuse me the enemy um why isn't the enemy getting a shot here andy reed says nope it's him he's calling all the plays he's done nothing but you know win and show a dynamic offense on the field check out, i have stats for you offensive ranks under eric the enemy since 2018 points per game first yards per game first yards per play first first down per game first third and fourth down conversion percentage first the guy still doesn't he goes on like every interview he still Joke. doesn't still not being hired so is you just don't interview well is it you know his his players love him patrick mahomes can't speak enough about him Andy reed he's got the blessing from andy reed is it like another andy reed oh no another andy reed guy like matt Nagy? is this not going to work kind of thing like kind of we look at Patriot um, Bill Belichick disciples like this now, like, oh, mm -hmm. you know, everyone tries to be Bill Belichick and it doesn't work. You know, all these failed coaches. True. Is, is that what's happening here? I don't think so. I, I don't, you either. know, it's just it's it's, an, you know, it doesn't make much sense there. But um, still, I thought the Dennis Allen hiring in New Orleans was pretty interesting. They haven't had to hire a coach in like 15 years and out of all, you know, they, they go internally to a guy who used to lead the the Raiders, but still. Um, and I know it's, you know, with, without controversy here, but the Brian Dayball connection with Joe Shane, I think that's uh, be interesting if, if the giants can build a culture like they did in, in Buffalo, because, because, uh, What's his name? Um, uh, blanking on the GM in Buffalo, but 
him and Sean McDermott have rebuilt the Buffalo Bills and the culture there and have done it, have done a great job. I, uh, I wish the giants luck with that. Um, I, I have a lot to say about the giants as they're obviously rivals, but I'm not going to do it. Um, I, I, I really truly hope that they can turn it around uh, because I like having that rivalry with giants fans and them talking trash to my team and so on and so forth when they actually have a viable team, but they really haven't had one uh, in quite some since even before Eli met left. Right. Um, boat I, pick. I, that this, yeah, since the boat picture, it's, it's been all downhill from there. And I'm, again, I'm not trying to clown, but literally since that picture, it's been all downhill from there. Um, the giants have been a terrible team and that sucks for football because when there is, I think in sports in general in the United States is when there's a good New York team, it changes the atmosphere of the sport that's in there. I That may sound like a New York bias, but I'm trying to remove that and really see, like if you saw what happened when the Knicks played the Hawks, how crazy that was for the NBA period, right? Um, I think having that, uh, it could be that is such a big market. Uh, it, the sport is missing out on that. So I, I hope the giants can, can turn that around. Uh, but I, I mean, it's, we'll see. Um, also, I want to have an honorable mention here. Uh, it's not a coach, but, uh, our boy, uh, you know, I champion him all the time. Lewis Riddick is interviewing for the GM of the Steelers. So super happy about that. I hope he gets it. Doesn't mean that he is going to get it, but, I'm glad that he got a call is what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. He, um, you know, we've been championing him for a long time and the GM of the Steelers, I'm blanking on his name too. Um, he's been there forever. So nice changing of the guard, a lot, a lot to do in Pittsburgh. You know, you've lost your hall of fame quarterback mm-hmm. to retirement and uh, a lot of questions, a lot of cap issues. So it'll be, interesting if he gets you know we're just i'm talking like he's got this job because i have no kevin gilbride no, talk, no talk not like kevin it. gilbride um, it for him. i'm manifesting it Thank um you. i just kind of wish uh that would happen and he turns his team around or not around i mean mike tomlin's never had a losing season but no. um i just think with his he, knowledge of yeah. He's incredible. These draft picks or these players coming out of college and then the coaching of Mike Tomlin together. I think that that coupled together, I think that would be it could be a phenomenal uh, thing for the Steelers. But I mean, I mean, things look good on paper at times and sometimes it just doesn't pan out. Right. So I guess the verdict is still out and we'll see if if a first he gets hired and if he does, what does he do next? Um to be continued <laughs> yeah we'll see um yeah so it wasn't uh was a crazy coaching carousel for sure um and if you need some context listen to our last podcast but um hopefully uh you know there's success in these new um these new man these new coaches here i think an interesting thing is what do you take from the nathaniel hackett Aaron Rodgers connection in Denver. You think that would be something Aaron Rodgers wise would leave green Bay for Denver. Uh, I, I don't think I'm kind of like thinking like the, the Russ 
Sierra effect is I don't think being that Aaron Rodgers fiance or wife or whatever she is at this point in time. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. Um, I, being that she's in the movies, I, I think they would probably want to be in a place that they have easy access to certain things. Uh, so uh, surprisingly, don't be surprised if the Giants are looking. Um, I can see them looking at him looking at San Fran. I mean, that's his team that he grew up watching, right? It's It seems very, very clear that Jimmy G and the Niners have conversations that he's He's out the door, essentially, even though his teammates love him. I know they're going to give, what's his name, a chance, Trey Lance, a a true chance. But if you can get Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure they will just be like, hey, listen, we'll we'll just, we don't have to worry about what we're getting here. Um, I mean, it does have a chance to get get him to Denver. Uh, Do I see it happening? No, I don't. Um, I think he wants to pave his own way. I don't think he wants to do what, quote unquote Peyton did right Peyton left and he went to Denver I think people will write that storyline and and try to do that I don't think he wants that I think he wants it to be all about him and the way that he wants it to be so I I think it's going to be probably uh, I don't think he really wants like he doesn't want to go to a team that's a rebuild but I mean any team outside of the team that he's at is essentially almost a rebuild outside of you know, the Niners is kind of just plug and play with the Niners at this point. So, yeah, um, Niners gave up three draft number one draft picks for Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. I know if you can have Aaron Rodgers for a handful of seasons, do you do it? But like, that's just a lot, man. It is. You're going to have to trade Trey Lance and then some more draft picks, you know, but I have a feeling he's either going to retire or stay in Green Bay. At I think he's point. staying in Green Bay. Yeah. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. We have time. Something mm-hmm. to talk about this offseason. We do. Hey, um, you want to switch gears to the NBA? The trading deadline is Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, and we already saw some crazy trades today. I don't even know where to start. I guess I have written the first trade of the day. The Portland Trailblazers traded C.J. McCollum to the uh, New Orleans Pelicans for Nikhil Alexander-Walker and uh, Josh Hart and some draft picks and other things and oh we'll get a little bit deeper in that it wasn't just cj it was larry nance jr and tony snell they added oh yeah later they added that later yep um, okay so i i mean if you're gonna ask me who i think won that it was definitely the uh pelicans yeah um i think the the portland only got back josh hart which is which is good but he's not cj um i know the picks are that but i I think at this point in time, you they just need to get rid of Dame uh, because it seems like they're just rebuilding and tearing down Portland. So, A, I feel bad for Chauncey because he finally gets a chance. Yep. Right? And now they're shipping away CJ, um, who at times had definitely was not a complimentary piece to, to Dame. Uh, he's always injured. Uh, he has his own things that he's going on. I mean, the collapsed lung situation, I'm not putting a part of the injury. That's just not something that I'm doing here to clarify. Uh, but outside of that, he is always injured. Uh, but when he is playing, CJ is a viable option, uh, except when it comes to the playoffs. It's like everybody disappears on that team except Dame. Um, so if Dame thought it was lonely in Portland before, uh, yeah. it's extremely lonely now. I hope he gets traded. Um, I hope he gets traded to a contender so we can actually see more Dame uh, in prime time. 
uh, and that he actually gets a chance to really try to fight for a championship because that is one of my favorite players uh, and definitely one of my favorite point guards now of all time. I've watched him out of college and into the NBA, so I hope he he gets moved. But what is your thoughts on that trade? Well, you know how I love Dame, too. He's my boy, my, one of my favorite players to watch. Um, I kind of wish CJ McCollum went to a team in contention. I guess the playing games aren't without reach for the Pelicans. Um, but this was all about clearing cap space, I think, yep. in Portland. I think you nailed it. Um, and be interesting to see if, if Dame stays. I know he's he's been pretty vocal about wanting to stay, but it's kind of cracking around him. And as you met, you know, I saw a lot today, the Will Smith meme in an empty house kind of thing, mm-hmm. Fresh Prince. And uh, that's kind of what it's like to be in uh, Portland right now. You just mentioned it. And, uh, you know, come to New York, baby. Hashtag uh, free Dame. Free Dame. For sure. But yeah, that's, I again, just interesting that he landed with the Pelicans. I know, like, there are a lot of other teams in contention um, that were interested, rumor-wise. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. But, uh I don't get take much into return. Josh Hart's a good player. Walker Alexander Walker's a first round draft pick. He can do some things. Uh, good defender. Um, but yeah, you know, I, this is a salary dump. He makes CJ makes like max money, and this is for sure. salary dump for sure. For sure. Well, I mean, the the Pelicans now, if Zion can come back and be healthy, they have Zion, CJ, and Brandon Ingram. So. They have yeah. top. Three. Didn't even mention that. You're right. That's that's really really good for them. That's why I said they won that trade because when Zion comes back, if ever, uh, because he's apparently just can't stay healthy, um, blows out shoes and just can't stay healthy. Um, when he comes back, I mean that's gonna be solid. But we'll have to see what Zion looks like when he does return. Um, speaking of returns. Uh, <laughs> you want to talk about uh, that Indiana Sacramento trade? Yeah, this this caught pretty much everyone off off guard here. I, uh, there were rumors for a couple weeks that the Pacers were shopping Demontis Sabonis. Well, that's because he asked for a trade yeah. demand, or he demanded a trade earlier in the season. So for sure. So mm-hmm. if you wanted to leave Indiana mm-hmm. and you wanted to get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm trade me please get me out of here you'd figure again a team in contention a team in the west or a team in the east that you know needs a versatile stretch four five big man that can that you know is a is a problem in the lane and nice mid-range shot he could go to a team that 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 could win or he could get traded to sacramento and I think the craziest thing was the return. He, you know, Sabonis is a good player, and and you know, in this age of trading away a lot for superstar players, Sabonis isn't on that level. But to give up how Therese Halliburton going from the Kings to the the Pacers was like, wait, what? Like I, I think, literally, I, I had to read it twice. Mind. Yeah, that blew everybody's mind because I think teams were just basically like, well, if we knew you were shopping him. And right. we would try to put a package together to get Halliburton. And it's just like, you know how much teams would have given up for him because yeah. of the way that he's been playing. And you got 
Sabonis. I mean, Justin Holiday is 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 okay. Jeremy Land is is okay. I mean, the picks are good, but a this is what happens. Going back to the Sabonis comment that you made, this is what happens when you demand a trade is because you rub people wrong the wrong way in the front office, and this is why certain players have a no trade clause because they know that teams will do exactly this. That when I'm disgruntled, you will trade me to wherever you can get the best deal for. And why the no trade clause basically says, yeah, no, we're going to have a conversation of where I'm going to go because you can't trade me otherwise. And I'm going to go to where I want to go and you guys are going to do whatever you have to do. And that's when you get like the the four team trades and so on and so forth. So they the team can feel like they got something back in return. But damn, Indy got a steal here. I mean, Sacramento got. I mean, that's a good piece to put with I mean, De'Aaron he's, Fox. He's a good player. And yeah, with Fox's, but Fox is unhappy and Fox wants out, sure. even though we just sure. signed that, you know, max contract. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you got to get your money just, if you're not going to move them. <laughs> yeah. The, and the, the Kings are just filled with making moves like this. I mean, it was interesting that they even drafted Halliburton to begin with, with De'Aaron Fox there. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's just, uh, it, it didn't make it doesn't make much sense to no. me. I'm not, it, you know, I, I don't quite get it. But yeah, a steal for the Pacers. You can put Halliburton in the backcourt with uh, Malcolm Brogdon and uh, Chris Duarte. And, uh, you know, that that's a nice backcourt for sure. And um, yeah, that was just kind of head scratching today. Again, I mentioned yep. I had to read it twice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've been watching what. Kings fans were going off and on Reddit and Twitter and so on and so forth. And it's like, I just truly feel bad for the Kings because I think you and I've talked about it on this pod before is, and I know I've definitely talked about it off the pod, but just growing up in the, you know, in the nineties and the two thousands and seeing the Kings teams that they had and the players that were on there and the runs that they made in the West. Two and weeks in a row see, now. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, and then now to see <laughs> where the Kings are, uh, it, it's it's truly unfortunate, but I, I mean, I guess we'll see. The the one trade that I'm waiting for them just to pull the trigger, and the Nets are going to be stupid if they don't do it. I'm telling you right now, they're going to be so stupid if they don't do it, Sam. They just might as well get it over and done with. Trade James Harden to the Sixers for Ben Simmons. Just get it over with. Because Harden is not going to resign in the offseason, and you just got, don't let this be the Celtics a trade 2.0. Because it's trending towards that, and you have until Thursday, 3 p.m. to potentially do this. And I said to Sam, I heard that there's rumors that it was going to be by the end of the night. Might not now, might be by the end of it, that that deal is going to happen. I don't know if that's going to be true or not. Just get it done. At least you have been. He's still under contract. You're getting another uh, all-star. Uh, that you could potentially sign. Ben wants to play this year, but he's just not going to do it with the Sixers. So you might as well train him, and then he can go against the Sixers and ball against them because they're going to be <laughs> the top competitor uh, with that trade happen. So just get it done and stop playing around and don't be stupid, please. Just get this it is a mess, man. If it you're, is. I'm sorry. I know I'm talking. I was just going to say, if you're a Nets fan, I'm staring at one right yes, now. Yes, you are. You are, man. Like this is totally a yeah, total Billy King vibes from mm-hmm. I don't even know eight years ago. Still yeah, haunts, still haunts you. It does. He gave up. He gave up a lot to get James Harden, and you're gonna have to get 
something for him. I agree with you. It doesn't sound like this could be him. It could be his agent, whatever. It could be Daryl Morey, but you know, he's not, he's not not resigning. I'm not a huge Bill, a Ben Simmons, I said Bill Simmons, Ben Simmons fan, but um, you know, you got to get something for him and something that you could work with and or flip. Um, I mean, I'm not a this huge Ben Nets Simmons team fan is either. a fan, man. This this Nets team is a is a mess, dude. I mean, they're getting blown out right now. I mean, you guys, when you'll hear this, is be the day after, but they're getting blown out right now against the Celtics. So, uh, Harden's missed his third straight game with a quote unquote hamstring. Um, I, I at this point is just go get Ben. Like I said, I'm not the the biggest fan. I think he's just a a, a spoiled, rotten, uh, only child, and he's showing his only child syndrome with pouting and not getting his way of what he wants. Like the the Sixers let Jimmy Butler go, which I still think was a oh man, what a mess. Them. And yeah. that was that that kind of cost him a championship. Um, if I'm being honest, that closed the window even quicker. Um, but I mean, they still have a chance because Joel Embiid's still there, and putting Harden there could give them an opportunity. But don't forget, as I keep telling everybody this, last year, Ben Simmons was in the conversation for MVP. He was in the conversation last year for MVP. So he is still a, t- a superstar in the league. I mean, I wish he would just shoot the ball. But outside of that, he can play defense and is one of the top defenders in the league. And he can score at will when he's driving. Right. And he's a phenomenal passer. So you're getting that with the height that he has. I'm pull the trigger, just pull the trigger and just go for it. Um, just pairing him with K- KD and, and Kyrie. I think that would be something interesting to see, but I, I, I'm not going to uh, say that's going to be the, the missing piece uh, because we just saw what this, this uh, big three turned out to be. Right. Doesn't, doesn't scare you seeing Ben Simmons in the playoffs last year and his, an ability to want to even try to learn to shoot in those big moments where he's passing the ball. I truly think that Ben Simmons has been checked out of the, the Sixers for a while. I think he truly has been with everything that has gone on. And I think it really started to show its light uh, with that uh, Jimmy Butler situation. Right. Um, I feel like wherever Jimmy Butler goes, he exposes like fakes in the league, but whatever. Um, but I think that really started to show okay. uh, what what Ben felt. And I don't think I think his relationship started to sour that way. And once him and Joel weren't on the same page, it was kind of like, all right, like I'll do maybe I'll do this and maybe I'll play this way. Right. When you're not your heart's not into anything. I mean, Sam, we can break this down to just regular life stuff. When your heart is not into something you're not going to give your best effort. So there's going to be mental lapses, right? There's going to be uh, lack of effort. Uh, and I think that that has trickled down and trickled down during his time with the Sixers. So I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, it changed the scenery for people. I mean, think about it uh, just yeah. to relate to everybody's listening. You're at a job that is a dead end job or you don't like the policy change or whatever the case may be. And you're miserable at that job. When you get to change the scenery, it's like, Oh, breath of fresh weight, air man absolutely yeah. weight's been lifted off your shoulders like yeah, i have a fresh sure. start nobody knows me here or maybe they do because they see my resume or they heard about me right and then you know i can i can create my own path here so i think it's kind of that i think it's going to be best for both parties no matter what for the sixers and for ben so yeah 
All right. Are these nets salvageable? How many games have they lost in a row? I'm, uh, is this, it nine? This will, is this, uh, this will be nine. Is this this will be, be nine? nine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Are they salvageable, Hayes? Like, I mean, yeah. We, oh. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're probably going to be a, a mid-tier team, which I think could work out for them with Kyrie's vaccination situation uh, because that means they'll be on the road more, right? They'll start off on the road first. Um, and then go from there. I don't think any team really wants to be on the road like that, right? But if you're getting one of the best players in the league and that's the only way you're going to get him to play, right? Um, I think that's a huge help in that. Um, But I also think that once you drop off from the top four teams, I think you can do anything that you want to do in the Eastern Conference, right? Uh, The Western Conference, as it has historically been for like the past 10 years is extremely hard, (laughs) like from top to bottom. So uh, I I think you have more of a chance in the East to, to move things. So to answer your question, I do think it is salvageable to a certain extent, but they got to stop the bleeding. Now this trade might be that. So. Fair. Fair. We'll see. Yes. You're going to get a Ben Simmons Jersey. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I have not bought an NBA jersey in a while. If I do buy an NBA jersey, it's going to have my name on the back of it. So there's that. All right. Nice. Just, just being honest. Might might actually get a KD jersey. Just just you're gonna do it. You, you I'll get a KD. It. I'll get a KD Kyrie jersey, but that that'll be about it. And if James leaves, I'll probably have to buy his jersey because that'll be a throwback and worth some more some money later on. So we'll see. You would know. I, I would. I would. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. You go. I was going to switch topics. Let's go. Switch it. Hey, uh, you mentioned the UFC this weekend. I, I know we didn't talk about it ahead of time. A big, uh, big pay-per-view this weekend. Huge card. Huge card. Uh, you want to tell, tell the people? Is- Yes, main event is one of my favorite fighters in the world, uh, Israel Adesanya. It's not Adesanya um, against Robert Whitaker. This is a rematch. Uh, I am definitely pulling for Israel, but some of his last showings have been lackluster. He did say his last fight that he was bored in the fight, which is crazy to say as a fighter <laughs> with somebody trying That's, to clean your clock. Yeah, right. Um, but sure. Um I, I really Israel is gonna have his hands full because because Whitaker is no no pushover. Um, Aussie fighters have been historically uh, badasses, and I think he's gonna come with his A game. But Israel is just built different. Um, he just reminds me of Anderson Silva and like John Bones Jones, like mixed into one. Um, the co-main event is my boy Derek Lewis. I absolutely love Derek Lewis. Uh, he is fighting Ty uh, Tuavasa. Uh, if you don't know who Ty Tuavasa, he's the guy that drinks the beers out of sneakers, yeah. which is absolutely disgusting. But he is entertaining, and he can fight his ass off. Um, if I didn't have some longevity with Derek, I might go for Ty, but it's definitely Derek for me on that one. Um, Jan- uh, Jared uh, Cannonier against uh, Derek Brunson. Uh Definitely Jarrett for me. He is a monster, uh, absolute monster. But Derek Brunson is no pushover. Uh, so that that'll be those top three fights right there are going to be absolutely uh, wild. I, I, in my opinion, I think it's going to be you're going to see some fireworks for sure. But uh, 
the undercard is is looking pretty decent, but those three fights are the ones you really definitely should be paying attention to. Um, I don't know, Andre Orlowski is actually fighting on that. That's pretty wild. Um, <laughs> that's let's just say he was a old uh, he was a guy that ran mixed martial arts for a while, but not anymore. But um, yeah, that will be the. This is a jam packed weekend. You got UFC on Saturday, and you have Super Bowl on Sunday. And then the following day is Valentine's Day. That is just yeah. a trifecta here. That is a lot of money being blown for certain people this weekend. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. good, good luck. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's been the UFC corner, as uh, Sam would uh, deem it. Uh, let's get into uh, game show time. What do we got? Hey, Sam? Um, it's uh, time for Do You Care? Yep, let's go. Hey, right. uh, Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals recently deleted everything to do with the Cardinals off of his social media, Instagram. I don't know other social media, but I know Instagram. Mm -hmm. What do you make of that? And do you care? I do care um, because I don't know what to make of it. Right. Me neither. (laughs) I I don't, I don't think anybody does when you, you are, uh, I think the first thing that everybody is asking is, is this the first step of you trying to ask out of uh, Arizona, which to me would kind of be crazy because you guys have been improving every year, right? They keep building around you. Um, I mean, if, if anything is probably the weak link here, it'd probably be Cliff, who I still don't understand how you get fired in Texas, Texas Tech, and then you get a head coaching job in the NFL the next year. That's that was one that still blows my mind, Sam. But anyway, um, I, I don't know what Kyler's trying to do here. Like, is this your because you didn't he didn't delete everything. You just deleted everything that was associated with the Cardinals and unfollowed them and unfollowed them. So minutes after the Pro Bowl was over. Like I know, I know uh with like rappers, it, like sometimes they will clear their whole Instagram, like Kendrick does it. He'll clear his whole Instagram. And then when he puts a, a post up, you know that he's in the studio working on a project. And it's like, okay, great. Like now I know something's coming. Like I don't know what his objective is here. Um, so I guess I'm just gonna sit tight and see what happens. What are your thoughts on this, Sam? I don't, it's strange. He hasn't publicly indicated anything to do with him being unhappy, at least publicly. We haven't gotten that sense. There hasn't been any reports. And even though he's scrubbed his Instagram, we haven't heard anything. No reports. Kyler Murray is unhappy with, you know, um, Steve Keim. See, run the, I don't know, run the Cardinals, but it's like, is it a contract thing is you know he's up for he's up for picking up his option and a a contract extension soon could it be that is is he going to threaten to play baseball so he could leverage it to make more money Mm -hmm. um that's that's a possibility is he happy or unhappy with cliff kinsbury i don't know man this is very strange usually stuff leaks out after something like this happens and it it really uh really isn't isn't leaking <laughs> well if, if i'm the gm first thing that i'm saying I'm, I'm speaking down to kyler is that you've improved every year but you've been injured yeah. you can't stay on the field right so you're asking me to invest 
uh, X amount of money in you, right? Uh, and then at the same time, if you we give you this big contract, it's going to put us in a spot that we can't do certain things. Now, I'm not knocking any professional athlete in any position to try to get your coin. You absolutely, absolutely should, especially in the NFL, uh, because that is the most brutal sport and they should probably be paid the most, uh, but they're not. Um, so get your money, but understand at the same time when you're taking these huge contracts, look what's happening in Dallas. No Dallas fans. I'm not taking a shot. I'm being real here. Look at Dak's contract and look of all the players that are key pieces at this point that could not be there next year because of Dak's contract, that they're going to lose some good pieces defensively, offensively, and they're going to have to try to replace it with some homegrown talent and maybe some pieces in the draft, maybe picking up some free agents, right? Once you have these massive contracts, right, it does put your team in a predicament. Unless you restructure every year to kind of help your guys out and do something like that, um, it's going to hurt your team. So if I'm the GM, like I said, I'm telling Kyler, let me see what you do this year. Let me, I know you don't want to hear that, but let me see what you do this year, and it we can go from there. Yeah, you mentioned him staying healthy. It was mm -hmm. he was on pace to win the MVP before he got hurt. I yeah. mean, he was he looked like he put it all together. He's eligible. He is eligible for a contract extension this offseason. Um, they could also pick up the fifth year option. So that's two more years on top of whatever, you know, contract extension is going to get. Yeah, he'll yeah. eventually get paid. It's just, you know, it sounds like it looks like it's going to get ugly. Um, which is a shame. You you mentioned the Dak thing. I mean, it's you have a window when you draft a quarterback of five years where they're not getting paid in comparison anything compared to you know what the top uh, yeah. top uh, quarterbacks are getting paid. Mm -hmm. And now uh, you know that window is you know they surprised a lot of people, everyone except for Dave. <laughs> Isn't true? Dave is the only one I know that called that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so. It'd be interesting to to see what happens next here. I uh, he's still even if he went to go play baseball, he's years away from being able to play baseball and make money doing it. So it's, yeah, so it's kind of an empty threat. Yeah, it's just point. weird. Yeah. So like, do I care? Like, I don't really care. I don't know what to make of it though. Yeah, like I don't do think I... anybody really does outside of Kyler. Yeah, in his, in his camp, to be honest, it's just a shame. I hope he I hope he gets on the field because he was putting it all together when he was healthy and he was looking like an MVP. So I, you know, he's well, got that capability. Hopefully my boy, Nuke, Deandre Hopkins can actually stay healthy this year coming up. Cause that was yeah. a big key to them not doing that. When they, they went out and got my boy, Zach Ertz, and that could have helped them out a whole lot is opening up, you know, those middle routes to intermediate routes while D hop takes the top off of the defense. Right. And, and you know, he can catch anything that comes his way. So uh, I, I think that was a huge miss and that, definitely affected Kyler, but he also made some terrible decisions uh, going down the stretch. Um, so, I mean, if you I mean, look, I, I remember it was like four or five games going down the stretch that they were in the game. And then he was just like, you didn't know what Cardinals you were going to get. Like, are you going to get the team that we saw the first half of the season? Or are you just going to get this team that, you know, rolls the dice and does something stupid and then they lose the game? Yeah, we mentioned it when they got blown out by the Rams in the wild card round, mm -hmm. like just deflated and Kyler looking just like 
I mean, he didn't show up for that game at all. No. And uh, the team didn't show up. And he didn't look like he was doing anything to rally that team to show up. Um, so it'd be interesting. I mean, they they have five pro bowlers on that team. Well, I wouldn't have thought that, but they did play well. So, yeah. Yeah. What else you got for me? Hey, uh, Tom Brady hinted recently. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Thought we were done talking about this guy. I thought so too. And then other people are talking about it. So I wanted to give an honest dive into the world of sports. And that's what we do. We got to talk about it. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, uh, Tom Brady hinted that uh, never say never about. Um, never say never. About him coming back to play for uh, play again in the NFL. What do you what do you think? Do you care? Tom. Stay uh, home, bro. Yes. <laughs> just just stay home. Like either you're gonna do it or you're not gonna do it. Like just stay home. Like we don't this week we should be talking solely about the two teams that are left. Not Tom Brady. Literally not Tom Brady. We should not be talking about if Tom is going to play next year. If he's not, we shouldn't be talking about him. We should be talking about the two teams that worked hard all this season to get to where they're at. That's all we should be talking about this weekend. So I'm, we've talked about Tom for enough for two decades, two and a half decades. <laughs> like well, I'm, I'm done talking about you, Tom is either you you're playing or you're not. So I do not care, Sam. How about you? Yeah, no, no shot. Okay. You have your flowers, man. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your, uh, your family, your beautiful family. And, in your health and your yacht and everything else and just and your uh, avocados yeah man peace yeah, I'm, I'm good on that man i don't i don't need to hear any more tom brady news like it's i've heard about you for plenty of years it's i'm over it bro <laughs> uh something i forgot to mention i had in notes and uh we were talking about tyrese halliburton and the messed up sacramento kings mm-hmm. culture did you see this quote that he had the other day when he was with the Kings, basically that he wanted to turn the Kings around. Basically, I refuse to let the culture of the Kings have what they've been in the past take over the person I am. I'm a member of the Sacramento Kings, so I'm going to fix this. Yep, gets traded a week later. Yep, you don't trade people like that. Yeah, man. There's something. There's special, special people. That's a special person right there. That's a special athlete, human being, and. uh I just feel like there's some owners in sports, Sam, that just are completely content with just putting people in the stands because they know people are going to always show up and just making money off of that and then going from there. Even though you know you can make more money if your team is successful, I just think some people are just like, whatever. It's just I have a team and, you know, they compete and I don't really care. Like, Because if that was the case, then the Jags probably would be somewhere and the Dolphins would probably be somewhere. And the Kings would probably be somewhere and I can keep going, but you get the gist, right? Yeah. So yeah, you're, you're right, man. It's just a uh, ineptitude for 20 years now. It's just been, or since those, uh, since those late nineties teams, give me Peja back. Just give me Peja. That's all I need. Um, Peja. Yeah. So man, hey, I, I, go ahead. 
No, he's keep, keep trying to cut me off today. It's crazy. Um, Sam's wow. trying to cut me off because he loves me and I love him too. And I know he's trying to show the spirit of Valentine's Day. So he's just trying to show you guys this since we're not going to be here. Um, we'll be recording the day after. So I get it, Sam. No, uh, <laughs> super looking forward to uh, this weekend, man. I, it's uh, it's a real fun, fun, packed, jam-packed weekend. Um, Surprise, uh, do you care? I mean... I have one more. Speaking oh, of the weekend, gosh, Super Bowl weekend. halftime show. Mm-hmm. Do you care? Absolutely. That yeah, was an easy one. Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. I get to see some of my favorite artists of all time on there. Period. Period. I'm just, it, I'm, I'm happy to see. I'm wondering if Kendrick's going to do anything new. I doubt it. Um, but I'm interested to see because Kendrick always puts on a good performance, right? Yep. I'm interested to see what Dre and Snoop do, especially because they're in it's Inglewood. This is this is their their home. This is their stomping ground, right? To see what they they do. And I mean, they got Eminem, who is one of the greatest rappers of all time. And you have Facts. Mary, Mary J, the the queen of queen. RB. Queen. So it's this is like. And, and that doesn't even I know they have them, so I'm sure there's probably not going to be a guest, but there still might be a guest. So it's it's, it's just you have a guess who it'd be. I've been throwing. I've been just trying to rack my brain on who you think would actually think, show up. I do think the guest that would show up would probably be Anderson Pack because Anderson Pack has a song with uh, three of actually. Yeah, three of the artists that are on stage and he's actually one of Dr. Dre's artists. So I could see Anderson Pack doing that, like playing like the piano or or drums, because that's what he does as well. Uh, so I could see him uh, outside of that. I don't really see like any. I, it's it's what is it? Three, four, five powerhouses. Yeah, five. Right. So, yeah, I don't think they're going to have time to really have like special guests like that with five people on the uh, halftime show. Are you are you uh, do you care about the halftime show? Oh yeah, I can't wait. Um, it, usually, you use the halftime show to like springboard a new album or a tour. Um, you know, tickets. You know, gets announced. The album gets announced, and tickets, and and that's kind of like a PR one on one. That's why you take the show for free and do that. I'm just really interested to see. I mean, Kendrick is uh, interesting, and hoping that like Kendrick just like drops an album on Sunday. Yeah, I you know which could great. could happen. We haven't heard much from him, um, but the the rest of them are just goats. They're just legends, and uh, be interesting to see who else shows up. But I'm excited. I saw this meme that was like all these Gen Z kids are about to find out who their parents really are when the beat drops at the Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> They're definitely about to find out for sure. And Kendrick is. A legend and will already be that because oh. he is the first the only rapper to have a pulitzer is it the pulitzer um no the nobel, nobel peace Prize. Nobel peace yeah. thank you yep. so he's he's already a legend and i can't wait to see that my guy there for sure super super happy about kendrick yep. um anything you're looking forward to this weekend outside of the super bowl and ufc no, man. okay cool I think that's a pretty easy one this week of what we're looking forward to. It's the biggest UFC, game of the year. Super Bowl. Be yeah. glued to my TV. Yeah. Sounds good, man. Same it's here. Gonna be good. Hey, some housekeeping notes. 
we've mentioned this before, but there's a rating system on Spotify. Give us five stars. Apple Podcasts, there's a rating system. Give us five stars. And you can actually uh, hit a subscribe or following button on Spotify. And it tells you when when our podcast drops. So I like that. I like please that. Please do that. Help us out. Help our little podcast that could out. And uh, I wonder if there'll be like a Dr. Dre, like, look out for detox moment. You remember that? I mean, I hope not. I hope he doesn't and then do you that. Wait, you wait like 10 years for an album. You know, that and that never forget. happens. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Unreleased. Great times. Great times. Yeah. What if Detox comes out Sunday night? It's not, Sam. Close the damn podcast. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I got nothing left. Happy Super Bowl. Go Bengals. For Brandon, I'm Sam. Peace out. Uh, not getting out of here, uh, before I say this piece, and this is to, uh, the NFL and I guess all corporate people is hashtag let's make Super Bowl tickets affordable for regular fans. Um, on Ticketmaster, the lowest or the least expensive ticket as of Monday afternoon was $4,500. The highest. $55,000 $55,000 on StubHub. The lowest is 4,800 and the highest was around 48,000. I don't know about you, Sam. I don't know about most of our listeners, but I don't just have 4,000, 4,500, $4,800 around to go to a game for how long does the game last? Three or four hours. Um, yeah, no, I'm this is not even right with the people. This is for all of corporate America. This is for the, the companies that buy suites, uh, get little blockage of uh, seats mapped out for their people. This is for their clients. This is all that. This is not for the regular average fan. Uh, and that's really, really, truly sad because that's the people that are in the stands all year. And then when it comes to the biggest game, you got to watch it at home because it's entirely too damn expensive to go. It's wild. It, and I can speak to this because I remember I was trying to spend money to go to the Eagles Super Bowl and I was willing to almost be in debt to do it. I didn't do it, but I thought about it. And the fact that I had to even think about spending thousands of dollars to go see my favorite team that I go and support for a couple hundred dollars several times a year, maybe even once a year, depending on the year. And I can't even go see them in the biggest game of the year. It's a travesty and there needs to be something done about that. So I'll leave it on that. Stop, stop, make it affordable again. Bye.